welcome to the Embrace Your Light podcast. We are your hosts, Rebecca Lyons and Daniel Massey. And every week, we are going to take you on a journey filled with spiritual exploration, inspiration, and expansion. Each week, we will guide you down the path of ancient spiritual wisdom and new age enlightenment from some incredible guides so that you can continue your spiritual journey with ease, grace, and a little bit of fun. I'm so excited for today's podcast because we have the incredible Chris, also known as Peaceful Human Advancement. He knows his role here in this time is to assist humanity into a peaceful and eternal evolution, offering source frequencies that show up in the form of sound codes, one-to-one multidimensional guidance sessions, telepathy training, among other modalities. Chris's mission is to empower you to reconnect with your eternal life blueprint and achieve peaceful human advancement. So welcome, Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you, Kara. I appreciate this so much. Uh, this is a wonderful opportunity to, you know, create space for people to remember themselves. And that was an awesome introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've done this a couple of times now, so I'm starting to get into the flow of doing the intros and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. I I mean, whenever I speak with people, like if I try to write things down and like memorize it, it's game over. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's a skill I'm still working on is learning how to like, you know, in school, they taught us to try to remember things. And I was like, I mean, I can do it, but it's way harder for me to be in that like linear flow. Hence, you know, this podcast and the work that I do. So, you know, it's so funny how all of us kind of show up here with these gifts and some of us when we're young, we're not taught that they're gifts. We're taught that they're deficiencies. Like you can't memorize things. There's something wrong. Or like for mm-hmm. me, we were actually speaking about this right before the podcast, like your voice isn't coming through clear. There's something wrong. And we don't focus on the fact that we have gifts that are really strong. And if we just hone in on those and focus mm-hmm. on those gifts that we have, our lives would look different from such a young age. Like we'd just be flourishing. Yes. I mean, can you imagine what it would be like if you take a multi multi-dimensional being and create a space where it can simply be as it is. I think like what happens like in our societies, people, parents, teachers, whoever you want to call them, um, authority figures, which most authority figures are just, you know, um, bruised inner children trying to figure themselves out. Uh, but they don't, they see children and kids as, um, something to mold, right? And, you know, they have smaller bodies and they, they talk funny sometimes. And I think what parents and, you know, adults forget is that these are beings that are very ancient and very wise. And so just like ourselves, whenever we chose to incarnate here, every single kid that you see chose to incarnate as well. And so they came in with a divine blueprint with a purpose, with a mission, with something that is meant to unfold uh, to assist others, right? And so, yeah, I mean, I I have uh, three kiddos and my whole intention is to just create that space for them to be as they are and obviously keep them physically safe and spiritually safe. But besides that, it's hands off. They're going to learn what they need to learn. My daughter taught herself how to read. We didn't teach her. She's she's three. She's been reading for... um, a couple months now and it's just so cool whenever you can create that space 
It's so true. I have two kids as well. Mine are Mm. almost seven and almost five. And my almost five-year-old, since he was three, has been obsessed with astrology. And I don't know where he's from, other than the fact that that's what he did in a past life, because (laughs) it it just makes no other sense. Actually, just the other day, I know she's a friend of yours, and we've had her on the podcast before, Cloudette. I sent her mm-hmm. a video of my son just rattling off all different like planetary beings. And he's like, yeah, and you know, the dwarf planet, Ceres, Aries, uh, Maki Maki, Haumea, Pluto. I was like, this is not normal. But when we yeah. look, let's just kind of explore what feels right for them. Yeah. You start to see that divinity. You start to see mm-hmm. where they've been before. You get to know them so much more intimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in, in soul, right? Uh, these kids have access to... Um, you know, before the age of seven, kids are very much tuned in. And oh, it's so funny. AKA Claudette just actually was going live. It just got a notification. That's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they, they, they come in with these tools and these abilities and a lot of times that, you know, Indigo children. Yeah. Have you heard of Mm -hmm. Indigo? Okay. So something really cool about Indigos um, is that whenever they're born, you know, specific types of indigos, like in the womb, they develop DNA strands um, one through six, right? Your contemporary human um, is only developing, you know, DNA strand six by the age of 12. So you have some very advanced souls showing up for humanity right now with uh, what we would call futuristic information, but really the future is just a set of frequencies that is in higher oscillation. It's, it's not anywhere like over there or, you know, on a different planet. It's, it's a different spin of energy that if you can tune in, you can pull information from it. And so basically these, these indigo children, these children who are um, showing us these really profound skills, which is, you know, a good portion of them are literally future beings come here to assist humanity during this, what's called stellar activation cycle or or great shift. So yeah, we're we're dealing with some pretty fantastic energies right now. Yeah, I kind of feel honored just to hold space for them because I think Becky and I talk about this all the time. We feel like our generation is here to clear the karma. We're here to just kind of clear everything out. We're moving through things, we're purging through things, we're remembering. And then we're bringing these little beings into life who Mm -hmm. are really, they're just like so far advanced. They're just, Mm -hmm. they're everything. Mm -hmm. And when we give them that space and we're giving them clear space to work with, they can do so much for this planet. They can do so much for the vibration. They can change the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. And it's, it's not going to be, I mean, my, my kids are not going to have to go through what I had to go through in order to be, you know, in order to remember myself. And do you know why that is? Do you know what has happened that has um, gotten humanity to where it is? Because if not, I'd love to share a little bit. I want to hear your take. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you. So, yeah. So there is, there's a lot of history that is kind of not known, right? The stuff that kids are learning in school, they, it's, it's, it's a joke, and this is not to slight anyone who is a teacher, who is an education, who is a, a college professor, but we are talking about evolution of humanity, right? Literally peaceful human advancement. 
And what that means is that you have to look at the mold and the structures that are in place and ask yourself, what is the cause and effect of having this structure? What does it do? Right. And we've seen what it does is it creates um, robots, people who can't think, who, are, who do not know how to critically analyze information and speak, right, um, in a stern but loving way, right? So, but the reason all of this has taken place is because on this planet for millions of years, there's been um, infiltration of consciousness from beings that, uh, you know, let's just say that they haven't, they fell away from who and what they truly are. And they, they chose to do that, right? And so these beings chose to uh, live outside of the eternal life principles. And they established this civilization based on reverse coding that is not in alignment with pure source frequencies, right? And so when you do that, you create a mathematical uh, scheme, right? And so the math, and then you distort the light, you can't really distort the sound. The sound, if it's distorted, it's going to be known and felt. But light and numbers, you can, you can mix those energies around a little bit and you get a different reality. So what's happened is these beings who have chosen to step away from eternal life now have to create uh, situations where they are um, using other, other people's energies, right? And so these systems are what our kids are in where our kids are, their, their true identity is, is nullified to such a high degree that whenever they become 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you know, they're, they're lost, and, and spiritually speaking. And so, you know, my role here, you know, I've also come back from this futuristic timeline to bring back these original teachings and mechanics and informations and say, Hey people, let's remember who we are. Cause once we do that, then we create this frequency, this wave of energy that goes out into the field that begins to make the structures meant to suppress us obsolete. So you're 144%. And I use that number intentionally because it's a base 12 number, not a base 10. Um, correct whenever you say that we are clearing and moving the debris so that this civilization of indigo uh, advanced beings children can be known in a, in a place of like purity and, and peace so you know the whole mess that we see was orchestrated on purpose it's, it's not just it wasn't an accident no it wasn't One yeah of my early <clears throat> history teachers as a child i'll never forget this he actually had said to my class, you know, whatever it is that we learn here in history class is what the books are telling you. But you have to remember that the books are a one-sided story told by the victor. And yep. so there is so much more there that you are not going to find here. So you have yeah. to be diligent. You have to listen and trust yourself and find the information from other places. You have to mm -hmm. keep going. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, it just, that was so inspiring for me as a kid to hear that because usually adults don't give you that challenge. They don't let you think for yourself. They just instill information in you, sort of like mm -hmm. what you were talking about before. Mm -hmm. No, that's, it's, that's so perfect. And it's true. Like I said, most teachers don't, well, you know, they never got the education on multidimensional physics, 
Which they, they all should. <laughs> of course, you know, we are talking about an advanced civilization rising up right now. This is what we're all part of. We are part of bringing back ancient technology, which ha- what has has nothing to do with a cell phone. It has everything to do with our God technology, our thymus gland, our spleen, our pineal gland, right? Um, both hemispheres of the brain working together, our, our light body, our plasma body, our um, spirit body, right? We have all these facets of our being that simply are never talked about. No, and we're so disconnected from them. We're Mm -hmm. so disconnected from all these parts of ourselves because like you said earlier, we do become robots. We become zombies and Mm -hmm. it becomes that whole system that we fall into. You know, one of the things I teach is about the mind because that's my Mm. background. And with the subconscious mind, what happens is we end up falling into routines and every single day looks like the day before. And the brain in itself likes being lazy Mm -hmm. just kind of (laughs) lean into its laziness it's going to let that happen and so we just end up running our programming and we don't realize it years later we wake up and go how did i get here but really it happens every day it's like waking up grabbing your phone scrolling through social media eating the same breakfast um having coffee instead of water first thing in the morning it just all it's just all Uh, a loop and at mm -hmm. the end of the day you go to sleep and then you repeat the loop and when mm-hmm, that happens mm-hmm. over and over and over again, we become numb. We become mm-hmm. zombies. And we yes. don't realize what's happening around us. Right. Kudos to your teacher. Uh, to that, well, you said history? Yeah. That's funny. I, I was a history major in college, but it's, little did I know it, was, it wasn't going to be that history as I was meant to learn. <laughs> it's so funny. But, we end up here, right? Like, it's like the universe is like, you need to find history, but we can't let you get a history degree. You need to come this way. You got to right. Right. But yes, I mean, I, I want to give that that being, you know, your teacher a shout out for giving you just that small little grain of life and frequency to remember, hey, there's more. How you're going to find it? I have no idea. Who you're going to meet? I have no idea. But it is meant for you and not um, being a part of the system that kept you in place. Right. And yes, I want to say a word on. It is so simple to begin to shift your consciousness and move into a living existence or an eternal existence. Humans in this form, uh, we are learning how to become eternal beings, remembering, I should say, because we're not learning anything. We're just, we're remembering. Yeah. But little things like uh, when I wake up, I'm going to have a glass of orange juice instead of coffee or I usually go to work um, by turning left out of my driveway. I'm going to turn right today. Whenever you do those little teeny, uh, seemingly um, small things, you are creating ripples in your field that says, oh, something's different. So so now you're going to start to take different avenues. Now your brain starts to think in a different thought wave, right, in patterns. And the strongest the second strongest, in my opinion, um, the force in the universe is thought, is scalar energy. The first is love. The second is your ability to think about that love, to process that, right? So whenever you are thinking, you're creating energy. 
And that energy, like you said, it gets stored where in the subconscious, in the DNA, in the, um, yeah, in the, in the subconscious and, and in the DNA and even in the body. Yeah. And so you start to do things not out of what is best for this moment, but out of the past based on what you've known. Yes. And you can't move forward if you're always doing things based on what you've known. You have to let go of what you think you know in order to expand upon, expand upon that which is unknown, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I say all the time that the average person actually is living in the past because when mm-hmm. we get into these subconscious patterns and we're just repeating them day in and day out, we're essentially living the same life that we lived a year ago, two years, mm-hmm. five years ago on repeat. And so we're trapped in the past and we're not allowing ourselves to be here, to be present, just ask our body, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. What is it that mm-hmm. my body needs right now? Which is such a simple question, but right. it feels like it's one of those things where we're supposed to know how to do that. And if we were left alone as children, we probably would know how to do that. Mm, yeah. We would have had people stepping in and going, you need to eat more. You need yep. to drink more. You need to do this. You need to do your homework right now. Mm-hmm. Or just, we let other things override our intuition. Right. From a young age, we're taught to just let everything else override mm. it. Mm, it's so, 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 so true. So again, I, and this is a rhetorical question, but just for uh, your audience, just, just go back to whenever you were a, a child, what were the things that you were doing intuitively before someone told you, you can't do that? I mean, as long as they weren't harming other people, right? I'm sure, you know, most people are doing absolutely amazing things, you know, as children. Now, the, the key here is to go back to that feeling, not necessarily the action. You can think of the action, but just the feeling tone of what it was like, you know, experiencing uh, yourself, look at the sky for 20 minutes and have no idea why, but it just felt good to do that or to randomly seeing as you're um, going poop on the toilet, whatever it is. Listening you know. in my house, that's my daughter. <laughs> in the bathroom i would just all world if anybody says they can like leave her be this is her time (laughs) (laughs) let her let her her do it yes (laughs) yeah yeah and this is this is a beautiful way to to dive in here um because it's a call to action for us to to remember that pure loving innocence the meditation i was doing right before uh we hopped on was i am pure loving innocence and i i know i feel that at the core of what i am is the sphere of just pure, loving innocence. The innocence has to do with the child, right? The 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 unadulterated, the unmanipulated um, presence of source that we call child, right? It's so beautiful. Absolutely, it's uncorrupted. It's just mm-hmm. when we can leave the child as is, whether it's our actual children or our inner child so much can shift so much can change for us you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree i i'm feeling called to share a little bit on um the sound it's kind of coming oh, through please do yeah this yeah. is actually i was i was telling chris before we started i've been stalking his instagram for quite some time now <laughs> <laughs> and let me just call it what it is and yeah. he offers so the most amazing sound healings and i'll just throughout my day like if i just need a little pick me up i'll go to your instagram page and just listen to uh, a snippet because the frequencies they they can just cause such a shift 
Yeah, that's that's so beautiful. And thank you. And yeah, Danielle, I mean, it's it's really, you know, I reflect back to the collective what is inherently there, right? The, the purity that is there. And so whenever you're listening to those uh, tones, you're, you're hearing yourself in a sense, right? You're hearing the frequencies that can bring harmony and equilibrium and homeostasis to the physical body, but also the mind and also the spiritual self, because we are all made of sound, right? We are created by sound. And I say that quite literally because the way that the, the universe and the cosmos is orchestrated is through frequency bands, right? So you have, let's see. Okay, so let's just say, you know, people can't see this, but imagine that your hands are together, one on top of the other, right? So your bottom hand represents one frequency band, your top hand represents another frequency band, right? Now they're separated by what's called magnetic repulsion zones, right? But let's say that bottom frequency band, why is it a frequency band? That is a direct relation to sound. What is sound? Sound is waves of energy made of made up of smaller units called partiki or source units. So this bottom frequency band has a resonance or a harmony to it. It has a tone, a specific tone. This is why there's so many, there's so many sound um, analogies, you know, setting the tone, listen, a bunch I can't think of, but you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. So this bottom frequency band is going to hold a specific vibration oscillation ratio it's not just all about raising your vibe you don't actually want to do that right you actually want to raise your oscillation and lower your vibration okay now that's something that most people have never heard of especially in the spiritual community but moving on this bottom band of frequency has its own specific melody and harmony okay now if you are within that bottom band you are, you're able to see what's going on. You're able to experience because you are now the same resonance. You are the same frequency as it. Now, in order to see what's on the next frequency band above it, you have to match it, right? You have to change your uh, field. You have to match the harmony. So I just wanted to share that little background on sound. The primal sound fields are called the kundare. The kundare are eternal life force fields that are, that's where sound, you know, comes from. Um, and this is some, you know, more advanced multidimensional quantum uh, morphogenetic physics. But this stuff needs to start to be understood. Like we need to teach our kids this stuff. This is what they should be learning about. Um, but yes, sound is so healing. Whenever you hum, mm, you send a frequency through your body that is specific to each and every cell in your body. And only you can do that, right? So all day long, yes, listen to the sounds I put out, but practice humming your own tone, right? When you hum, you can activate your pineal gland. There's little crystals in your pineal, in your pineal, in, in your brain. And you can compress those crystals together and they, they start to do what's called um, piezoelectricity within your actual physical body. You send out frequency, 
you literally activate yourself by using none, nothing other than your own sound frequencies. Okay. Uh, whenever I speak, I'm speaking and offering a frequency of sound that is meant to resonate with specific people. This is why you enjoy because you have that same corresponding frequency. Um, yes. And uh, those of you who don't know, there are these beautiful tones in my backyard that are quite literally the earth and just the field um, toning back. It's called a Q zone and it's um, D12 frequencies from planet earth that I activated personally without knowing it. But yeah, I'm just kind of going off in tangent, but this is how powerful sound can become. You can literally hear things in the field. And you guys, I highly recommend that you start working with sound, uh, whether it is a sound bowl, um, you know, 432 Hertz and all those things are unfortunately not what we think they are. I know it sucks. I know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Tesla was not working with Hertz. Mm -mm. Tesla was working with um, the Earth's frequency. I forget the name, but he was working with something else. He was not working with Hertz. So we need to get back to the original tones of creation. Oh, don't don't stop just for us. You can keep going. <laughs> yeah. Listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I consider myself a, a sound being. Uh, I really do there's a lot of talk about light beings and, you know, a lot of talk about love and light, but what about love and sound, yeah. right? You mm -hmm. can't, light is very easy to manipulate, but sound does not lie. You know, you hear what you hear. You feel the resonance behind a voice, behind a frequency, behind a sound. You know, you can flash a light, but is that, uh, a good light is it an eternal living light is it a false light like what's what's the energy behind the light i don't know unless mm -hmm. you do know but with the sound when you hear something every single part of your being either recognizes it mm -hmm. instantly resonates or is a little like hmm let me explore this further mm -hmm. or you're just completely compelled or um what's the word repelled um, like you repelled. just need to get away from it yeah, you just kind of need to get away from it. So those are, those are the three options. You either are totally there, you need to pause, or you're just gone. Yeah, right? that's so. absolutely true. And I dissonant tones, when you have those two tones that are sort of happening and they just feel off from one another, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. so easy to know, like your whole body reacts when you hear dissonant tones, like, ooh, like that just doesn't feel right. You have that yeah. visceral reaction. Yeah, like this, right? So if, if we do a one and a two, so one two one two right but if we do something like this we do it together at the same time yep there's you that just, you just it's too too much too much right but if you do like a one four and you do something like this ready or a one and a three or a two and a two and a four you can feel the harmony right? You can feel the harmony Absolutely. and sounds a great teacher because it teaches you that if you are like trying to be the same, trying to be like someone else or too close, this is what you get, right? You get that dissonance. Yeah. When, when you are your own unique Lotus petal, your own unique uh, source frequency, you're generating your own creative energy from me. Only you, 
and someone else is, you guys could be, one person could be a one, another person could be a six, and it's going to give you, right? It's going to be beautiful. Yes. It's going to create a song. Oh, that was amazing. Thank you. And I think everybody listens to that. It's so much easier to experience things when you actually can put the sounds with them. Like we can talk about dissonance all day or about hearing the frequencies, but experiencing them firsthand is so different. It's, so it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, sound has been such a great teacher uh, for me. I, I remember how I got here from like the sound fields and I, I literally would roll myself up into a sphere of energy and just emanate frequency. And um, this is going like obviously a long time ago or not, I guess it depends if we're thinking linearly. Time is not real. (laughs) (laughs) It was last week. Another day. (laughs) Um, Earlier you mentioned, and I hope this doesn't pull us too far off tangent, but I feel like this is important. And it also, what you just said, when you spoke about how we're kind of coming into this great shift right now and Mm throughout our own history, there's been these lower frequency beings that have kind of come in and they're just, I don't even know how to explain it. They just have this energy about them that just like brings things down. It's just heavier, Mm. all that stuff. When we have that, does that also relate to sound? Does that relate to an absence of certain tones? Ooh, I never got this question. That's amazing. Let me pause for (laughs) <laughs> yeah no let me pause for a second and like feel into this so yeah i'm i'm hearing yes yes yeah. um, because um you know it, it's the sound like that's why they use light yeah because they know the second that they start to the light. what's that yes exactly that light they can change they, it they can change that light they can manipulate they can put on a glamour and glitter show yeah. right now if, if, if you guys just pause and you just, um, you know, step outside of what you think, you know, and you look at things for what they truly are, it's going to be very easy to see how the spiritual line, landscape is right now. You have beings who are in two places. I'll give them maybe three, but primarily two. One of those places is generating their own source energy, connecting with their own uh, true self, emanating their frequency of eternal being and just walking the path, doing their thing, assisting, loving, blah, blah, blah. And then there's others who are pretending to do that. Right. And they're going to be the ones who are glittery and fancy and, you know, trying, it's like they have to try to do it instead of just being it. Yes. Right. So yes, these beings, whenever they're, whenever, if they have, if they try to work with sound, it just doesn't, you know, sooner or later, they're going to get called out because it's, it's, it's uh, disharmonic because they, they made the choices they did. And that caused a disharmonic frequency, right? And there's no pretending. We just have to have the discernment to see through the spiritual, you know, BS right now. There's a lot of, quite a few teachers I've seen pop up. Um, mm-hmm. Some, you know, Dalai Lama's out there um, who have, decided to go against you know eternal creation and it's kind of, it's becoming very obvious uh, at least to me <clears throat> right especially now. in these past five years like a lot of these people that have been held up as like the gurus have been 
especially for those of us who are doing the work all the time and really just sitting in our presence and connecting to source, you can look at it and it looks like it's fragile. Like if you Mm -hmm. just touch it, it's going to break. Yes. It's that feeling. That's, that's such a beautiful analogy. Yes. It's like, there's not a, like, there's not like a steadfastness. There's not a foundation. It's like, like you said, the second you look at it, like for what it really is, it's, it's gone. It's Mm -hmm. right. And you and I, what's that? It's just smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. It's, it's what we would call false light. I know people get triggered by that, but unfortunately in this time matrix, you have to understand that, um, you know, death is not natural, uh, needing to siphon energy. That stuff is not natural. So, you know, that's all coming from somewhere. And again, you have eternal living light, but then you have the light that's trying to be that. So it's just be aware, use a discernment before you ask me anything. I tell people all the time, like tune into your heart space to your true self, at least try that first. Because chances are, I'm going to tell you the same thing you would have told yourself. You told yourself. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> you That's know? so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but that was an awesome question. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're speaking my language now because I think um, as a shadow worker, a huge part <clears throat> of my work is about reminding people that they need to kind of step back from feeling like they're moths chasing that flame of the love and light. Mm. Because that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Where it's like, it's glittery, it's sparkly. I want to just kind of get over to it. And it's like, no, come back to yourself. Come back here. Mm, this yes, is that's, it. that's it. Mm-hmm. You can all, you can point to the sun all day long. You can say, look at those sun rays. Look at those sun, sun rays. But pointing to the sun, you are never going to, you know, the rays of the sun are not the sun, right? The waves in the ocean are part of the ocean, but they're not the ocean, Yes. Right. You have to go back to you. You are a multidimensional being that has 1,727 other versions of you sprinkled throughout this time matrix. Why in the world would you focus on one being who's supposed to have it all figured out? Whenever you have, you know, 1,700 versions of you that you could find information and uh, knowledge from. So um, I love that you're guiding people back to themselves. There are, there's some beautiful techniques that, and what I would call, you know, they're called sons, but uh, beautiful strategies on how to actually anchor and connect with your D12 avatar self, right? Which is a very powerful aspect of you. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a toning. Maybe we can, you know, I can do that later for, for you guys, but I just wanted to say like, yes, you have the keys. And can you explain for anybody who's listening to this, we do have a lot of people who are sort of just dipping their toes into these waters. What is a D12 avatar? Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you for being like, Chris, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> I think Becky, you're used to it because Becky and I, my co-host, she's not here today because we messed up with the time change, but oh. she and I have conversations and people around us are like, we don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> just a constant reminder for me of like, oh, not everybody is just up here. <laughs> We're bringing yeah, it back and- down. Yeah. And I, I like to see it as, cause um, you know, I've, I've had those thoughts and those feelings too. And it's really, he, here's where it is, right? We can say whatever, if I say blah, 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 but if, if my frequency behind it is love and purity, that's going to be felt. So we can talk about these 12 avatar and people may have no clue their, their intellectual side is not going to know what that is, but their, their D 12 avatar is. Yeah. And then it'll start to ping them and be like, 
oh, it's me, it's me. And they're going to feel something. Yeah. Um, so before I describe what the D12 avatar is, I just want everyone to know, uh, don't look for truth in the words that someone says or the things that they write, but look for it in the resonance of how you are responding to the information or the sounds, right? You have, if a, if a part of you feels resonant with what I am saying and emitting right now is because you have that within you to begin with, right? Even if you have no idea what a D12 avatar is, you have the codes to recognize it, even if you don't intellectually know. But I will appease and um, go into the intellectual side. <laughs> okay, so your so your D12 avatar, real quick, um, you have, like I said, all these versions of yourself. You have a incarnate self, which is made up of 12 U's. When those 12 U's get to a certain point, it turns into a soul aspect. Now you have 12 soul aspects. 12 souls make up an oversoul. 12 oversouls make up your avatar. 12 avatars make up your Rishi self. Okay. Now, the D12 self exists in dimensions 12. All right. And it is a liquid, light, crystalline, ethereal form of you. Okay. It is you at the 12th dimension with that level of consciousness. It is you in that higher state of being and knowing. You are not limited to the form that you are projecting. You're projecting this form. This is not, you know, this is not um, who or what I am. This is a part of the game I'm playing, right? This body. And it's, I'm keeping this body all the way back to earth. I'm not, you know, this body's not going anywhere. But to say that, um, we are consciousness. You are consciousness. Everyone is consciousness and living energy. That living energy, if you put all of that living energy into one human body, you would explode. That living eternal energy has to um, delineate itself to different parts of creation so that it could exist. Yes. Right? So, so the D12 self is your avatar, you, that has way more wisdom than your three-dimensional self. So if you're looking for advice, like I said later, maybe to end that podcast, I'll do the Maharatsa Invocation, Son of Liar, which is you talking to your D12 avatar self. Yes, um, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just explained that so beautifully because I have tried not so eloquently to do just what you just did. And it usually comes out, it's just like, there is a version of you that exists throughout all times and it is just one and it is like, it's almost like your source, like their source. You are source, yes. Yeah. And it's a like it's... personal version of that source of like, this is everything that your soul knows. This is, you did it Bingo. so well. That was a beautiful oh. break. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to listen to that again and then write it down and then <laughs> try and regurgitate yeah. it to other people. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to regurgitate it in a way that is specific for you. And that's the magic and that's the key. Yeah. Um, but yes, what you said right there too, right? So you have a version of you that basically emanates from source. Yes. It's called stepping down. So you source steps down its consciousness, right? You know, I am a part of a collective of beings, the guardian founder races. And I'm, I would assume that you are and many others who resonate with this level of knowledge and wisdom and this, you know, energy. 
um, angelic humanity, right? But basically like you, let's take you, uh, Danielle. You know yourself as Danielle here in this body, but you stepped your consciousness down into this body, yes. right? It's only like one spark of you. And so imagine yourself as this sphere of energy and then just like a piece of that sphere just goes, oh, I'm, I'm going to be Danielle here. I'll be, you know. Uh, who I was in ancient Egypt, Kodai, who I was on other planets. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. That's that's how it goes. For everyone who's that's how it goes. That's how it works. You step your consciousness down. Yeah. So we're kind of getting to the end of our time, and I would love to hear that. Yeah, really? You wouldn't mind sharing? Wow. I know time it goes so fast. Weird. The conversation is good, and I would love before we hang up today because I need to get you saying yes on air. Will you mm -hmm. come back when Becky is here so that we can have a conversation, the three of us? Yeah, I'll, I'll set that intention. Yes, divine right timing and divine right yes. order. Yes. And Becky, loving you, star friend. Um, time is a funny thing. This is a, a universal, you know, silliness right now. But yeah, thank you, Becky, in advance for being with us. Um, okay, so uh, this is the Maharata. This is the son of Lyra. And this is, is it okay if we go a little over? Because I have to explain this. I can't oh, just absolutely. do it. absolutely. No, I'll give us everything. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So this is a language, the Anohazi, right? Anohazi is the original language of all the languages in, on this planet and in this time matrix. So, so Spanish, Chinese, Japanese, English, Dutch, uh, Korean, Italian, Mexican, all of these languages stemmed from this original language now where did this language come from this language came from the founder races the original founder races what's a founder race the beings of consciousness that stepped themselves down from source who offered eternal life mechanics and helped seed what we know to be uh contemporary humanity or modern humanity humanity has gone through different lineages this is seeding i believe three we were wiped out two other times third time's a charm everybody Okay, let's, let's go. Let's get this done. Let's do it. Um, and so this is the language that was used. The first spoken and written language is called Anuhazi. <clears throat> now, this is called the Son of Lyra, P-S-O-N-N. -N. That is the Anuhazi word for song. Lyra held the 12th dimensional stargate, uh, Aramintea. That stargate, a whole bunch of crazy stuff happened. We don't have time to get into that. So whenever you tone this, you are speaking to your D12 avatar, okay? I have been doing this for a while. I, you feel the frequencies moving into your body, emanating from you. You are not calling in an archangel. You are not calling in a god. You're not calling in a guru. You are not calling in a master. You are calling in you who holds the encryptions of love and truth from this 12th dimensional aspect of you okay we don't mess around with god's gurus and angels right archangels no we, we go straight to ourselves that then leads straight to source right so um i'm going to tone the the anohazi version and then I'm and then I'm read in English what all those lines mean, what what they all mean. So you guys know. If anyone tells you like, 
hey, here's this, but they never tell you what that is or where it comes from. Just be cautious and start to ask deeper questions because you deserve to know the truth of the energy that you're engaging in, right? Because if I read this to you and I don't tell you what it is, that, that's kind of shady. That means I have an alternate agenda, but I'm telling you exactly what it is, what each line means, and why you should, why I'm inviting you to practice it. Okay, with that said, um, those of you watching and listening, I should say hearing, you would start this by saying something like, I decree and sovereign knowing, here expressed my command, lovingly stated, absolute intention, the divine will and intention of the one self. I say that is one source, that is one God. Okay, so you are decreeing to yourself. That's it. Simple. Source is not complicated. And then the toning goes like this. I read the English part second. Maharata Kumbai Vectas. Then you would say your name, Chris. Enevu Kayunimbli Membai Vectai. Maha by vectai unu ananamo iste unta isa traja e hera patata uma ashalam te isha inte doa um shadadore akum tan akum tan um shadadore akum tan akum tan I like to do it at least twice because it always sounds better the second time. Maharata kumbai vectas kris enevu kayunim limim bai vectai Maha by Vectai Urduana no more. Iste unta esa traja he era. Patata uma ashalam te isha in te doa. Um shadai ure akum tan akum tan. Um shadai ure akum tan akum tan. Um shadai ure akum tan. Ashlumta akashador, ashlumta akashador, ashlumta akashador. Which means, and so it is stated, and so it is said, and so it is done. So. <clears throat> The English version is, I as D12 avatar self, you say your name, invoke by divine loving command now by the power of the universal eternal, excuse me, the D12 divine eternal blueprint, past, present, future, now. The divine sea of liquid light anchors in this moment. So you're anchoring in this moment, your divine D12 liquid light blueprint absolutely established always and forever an eternal abiding reverent love of the eternal all one blessed be all embracing giving forth from the still point still point of eternal peace spoken as it is stated as it is done all embracing pillar of first cause light i as this expression now so wow yes i can feel it yeah, my whole mm -hmm. body is vibrating. That was mm -hmm. incredible. 
Mm-hmm. So this is the level of uh, evolution that I'm here to represent and bring back to humanity as an invitation only. I personally, I love you all, but you know, could care less if you, you are your free will being your choices are your own. Um, if you choose to understand the mechanics of creation, how to work with uh, this kind of frequency, which is yourself, I'm here for you. You know, I'm working with a bunch of beautiful beings who understand, you know, what this is all about. I say beings as physical beings, but also my own personal star team as my um, eternal selves. So Danielle, thank you so much for this and for the work that you're doing. (laughs) Thank you. This is incredible. And for anyone who wants to find you online, how is, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? So best way right now is just through Instagram. Um, You know, I have a a good, a good group of souls there through peace of human advancement who are committed to eternal life, which is, you know, living energy, not finite life energy, Um, Instagram, and then email peace of human advancement at gmail.com. I do have a website, peacefulhumanadvancement.com. That's being upgraded. It's live, but uh, I'm going to start putting on events again. I hosted something called United Human Alliance, which was bringing people together to practice these kind of activations and tonings. Um, I'm working on a project called Peaceful Human Alliance, which unites Peaceful Human Advancement and United Human Alliance into the next phase of my own work with the community. Um, What else? YouTube, I haven't been on there for a while, but it's up there if you guys would like to. And then, um, yeah, I think that's it. Email and Instagram are the two best spaces to to get in touch. So, Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. I recommend Chris highly enough. His work is magical. And Chris, thank you again for coming on. This has been amazing. And I can't wait to have you back one day with Becky. Yes, yes, thank you. And remember, you all have the answers. Trust yourselves. Go beyond the ego mind. Don't kill the ego, but... Go within your hearts, really, and just sit, ask yourself a question, and listen. You will get answers, right? You, and you'll know the truth by the, by the feeling. You won't be attached to needing it. It'll just be a deep knowing, like, oh, duh, of course. <laughs> so right? true. Yeah, it's the when you detach from the needing it that it feels mm-hmm. right. Yes. I say loving gratitude, kara, eternal living life. And high oscillations to you, Danielle and Becky, and all of the beings who will partake in this podcast. Keep beaming, my friends. Kara. Beautiful. And everyone, I'll see you next week.